you made it to level two, deeper questions leading to deeper answers. I'm Tomas Garza, and I'm here to help you decide to transform. I'll be setting the pace for the process to support your unfolding. Learn and commit to a practice that brings simplicity and an awareness of what is ready to be released. Join me now and allow the experience of a deeper sense of love. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Decide to Transform. I'm your host, Tomas Garza. And joining me from Seattle is G.P. Walsh, renowned spiritual teacher and regular contributor to this show. G.P. and I have had a beautiful and a really, really interesting conversation earlier today. We're recording not one, but two shows here today. And we talked about the role, uh, the function of the teacher, not just in spirituality, but in life as well. And that is also available here on Decide to Transform. So GP and I were talking just a few minutes prior to this, and we've got a very interesting starting point for today's conversation. Before we launch into that, GP, welcome back. It's great to have you on the show again. Hey, Tomas, great to be here. As always, this is so much fun. It is fun because, because we don't know what is going to happen. It's very unscripted, except for this very first question. So, GP, <laughs> as we were talking, you know, you made a really, really good point in terms of people's spiritual development, in terms of their walk, in terms of how they navigate the world as it's currently appearing to us. These are interesting and challenging times, and people are in a unique place here where they need to find the way through on their own themselves. So let's start with that, and what do we mean by this, and we'll jump off from here. Yeah, it's interesting, especially in the light of the, if they've listened to the previous, the, the previous show, we were talking about the role of the teacher, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, it would seem as though, you know, the, 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 there's a, the, the, the teacher is making it so you're not walking it through, walking through it alone. But in fact, what the teacher is doing is just walking with you as you walk through it alone. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You know, there was a time when, cradle to grave, your life was set, you know, the, the cultural expectations were absolute, mm -hmm. right? you know, depending on what particular class you happen to be born into, right? You knew exactly what it was going to be. You knew who you were going to marry, right? I mean, everything was just, you know, everything was just really exciting. Um, I mean, uh, uh, you know, the, the only fly in that ointment is when, you know, so a couple of people would fall in love, you know, outside their class or their Ooh. village or something like that, yes. right? It's a, it's a, you know, romantic love has always been a a, a rebellious force. <laughs> it is always oh, yeah. it is it has always been a, a a variable that has been attempted to be stamped out. Um, <laughs> but all of that started to all of that started to fall apart. Um, uh, as culture became more diverse, right? As the world got smaller. Um, mass media got us exposed to different kinds of ideas. Um, probably most importantly is 
you know, when, when the United States was founded, 98% of the population was, were farmers. That's all it was, was just nations that farm. And I think, I think in around the beginning of the 20th century, it was 95, right? Oh, yeah. And the Industrial Revolution had brought more people into cities, and 3% is a lot of people. But, the, you know, America was so rural, as was most of Europe and most, most of the world. Yeah. Um, it's now exactly the opposite. 2% of the population is, is actually engaged in farming. Mm -hmm. um you know wow. so that all of a sudden our uh, the lives of everybody have been pulled out of our total dependency upon the earth and the environment right and completely dependent upon now upon our man-made environments you know yes. it used to be we'd sub you know we'd have you know we'd pray or dance or chant or something to get rain to happen because it was out of our control right you know, now we're trying to produce it in the lab and, you know, we got irrigation now and we pump water for a thousand miles. Um, mm -hmm. So we're no, no longer on, under, under that. And, and with that, both the technological came the social transformation, right? You know, the, the grip of the church, starting with the Renaissance, mm -hmm. began to, began to, and then there was the Protestant movement. And then um, Henry VIII, who wanted who wanted to get divorced, <laughs> so he basically created his his own church, and mm -hmm. from there all the different all sorts of different different religious points of view, um, you know. And the, the United States was founded basically by well, the, it was uh, the group who stole it from the people who were here. <laughs> we're, we're, we're coming here to, to build a, uto a, utop a Christian utopia, mm -hmm. right? right. right? Yeah. And, and it's just been nothing but diversity, 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 whereas before a culture would have had homogeneity throughout, you know? Uh, everybody thought the same, acted the same, did the same, the, all the same rules were applied, but you can see that's, compl that's almost completely gone. We're trying. You know, fundamentalists are desperately trying to, you know, get get us back to a certain point. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so, what happens to uh, the first generations of human beings whose lives are not completely dominated by the cultural norms, and suddenly having to make our own decisions? where we're going to work, where we're going to live, what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, who we're going to hang out with, who we're going to marry. Um, I mean, just all, oh, these, yes. all these decisions that you did not make before, mm -hmm. they were just a given, right? Um, we like that. We like the freedom of it, right? And, and at the same time, it's overwhelming. Sure. It's utterly overwhelming. If you, you know, somebody says you can do, be, or have anything, and you ask, "What do you want?" I go, "I don't know." <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it's so anything, anything. Oh no, you know, limit it down. Can just give me three choices, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but make them good. Yeah, make them good choices, but please, I just want the yeah, multiple yeah. choice version of life. Mm, please, <laughs> I don't want an essay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, and but. I, I don't think we have recognized, uh, I know we have not recognized that a lot of the anxiety that people feel, that sense of instability, that's where it's coming from. Right. 
Okay. It, yeah. It's it, it's what it feels like when you actually have freedom. Right? Okay. <laughs> Hmm. Mm-hmm. It, you know, freedom doesn't, you know, oh, it's wonderful. But really what we're talking about when people you know, are, are touting freedom, what they're really touting is safety without interference, not freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> They right. simply want to have their safety the way they want it, and they don't want anybody to touch it, right? That's not freedom. No, it, no it's, a different, it's a different, kinds of, a different kind of bondage. Yeah. Um, it's a more sophisticated one, right? Because we have much better s- cells, we have much nicer chains, um, but we're still we're still quite we're still quite bound to particular dispositions and attitudes. To that real freedom for exploration, and and it it you know it, it creates utter turmoil because governments are always have been the enforcers of the cultural norm right the, oh, yeah. keeping the order keeping the peace is all about keeping people in their place keeping each one of the classes secure in their class um right making sure making sure nothing rocks the boat basic assumptions about the way things are supposed to be they get implemented as laws and and po- and policies and the like and you when you start getting more and more genuine individual freedom you inevitably you get the conflict between the two of those, right? Mm-hmm. right? You've, you've got the, four, the, the powers that be that are highly invested in keeping things exactly the way they are, and yet the way they are is not satisfying, right? And you get this incredible schism, and you, you open the door to what we have right now, which is just total mistrust. Nobody trusts anybody, mm-hmm. right? Um, and for good reason. Yeah. And for good reason. Um, so we're left in this, in this state where we kind of have to work it out for ourselves, right? As we were talking about the early, earlier, earlier show, I mean, how do you even know a teacher is a real teacher? Yeah. How do you, how do you trust these guys? Right. Um, uh, we all need to have teachers. We all need to have people that we can learn from. Nobody can just wing it by themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but so but you're the one that's going to have to decide who you're going to invest your faith in right yes. because y- it's your life that's going to experience the consequences of those of those decisions mm-hmm. um so it becomes just absolutely critical that you decide that you take on the that responsibility and in that process believe me if you really do it, you're not going to feel powerful, right? You know, the whole rah-rah motivational speaker thing about how, how empowered, you know, you're not going to feel like that at all, right? <laughs> exactly the opposite. No. You're going to go, oh my God, I've, I, I've got to do something. <laughs> I don't know what to do. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> what in the world do I do? That's going to be my, it's going to be my, uh, my t-shirt for Nike. It's going to be just do what? <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right. What do and I do? Mm. What do I do? <laughs> I to that. me, this is the this is the the gift of spirituality. In this place where I have to decide for me, at that point, religion, 
all the religions and philosophies and uh, all of that, all the cultural ethics and uh, stuff out the window, right? Mm -hmm. Completely out, out the window. They just want me to conform to be a certain way, right? So all of the things I used to think about maybe spirituality, even what you know we call spirituality, you know, with crystals or meditation and stuff, that too gets subject to. Now suddenly I'm a meditator and you know I've got to be a compassionate person or something like that. Right. That's also nonsense, right? That's not, you know, it, you're still conforming yourself to something external. Mm -hmm. Genuine spirituality is when you really go, oh my God, I'm really on my own here. I've got to make up my mind. Right? None of these guys can help me. They will always, even even with the best intention, they will mislead. Right. <laughs> yes, that's true. Mm. So what do I do? Mm. Well, this is this is the place, uh, the only place, where you can experience the genuine spiritual maturity. Right. When you take that onto yourself, you've stepped into a completely different world. Right. And yeah. like, like any time you'd step into a completely different world, when you don't have a map, uh, yes. <laughs> you're, lo you're lost. <laughs> <laughs> you're lost. And, you know, in, in mythology, this is typified as the hero's journey. Okay, right. This, yes. That threshold of that kind of recognition where you cannot go back to the way it was, right? E either by some rarely by choice usually by by circumstance mm -hmm. you know you basically get your butt kicked out <laughs> for, oh yeah yeah for for whatever reason um you fall into this place where there's nothing left but you you're you are the only resource you have right okay mm -hmm. and and it's like you can't go back you try <laughs> definitely <laughs> You, you try, you try to find your way back, but you can't, you, you simply cannot do it. And, and eventually, like any critter that has realized that the environment has changed beyond recognition, they eventually turn and start walking in a new direction, right? Even though you have no idea where you're going. Well, now the magic of that is, as always happens in the hero stories, somebody shows up on the path. Okay, right? yeah, yeah who has the magic feather or the special sword or the potient or, you know, which all refer to the discovery of your own real inner gifts. Mm -hmm. your, your, the true you now begins to come out, whereas before it couldn't because of our infantile relationship with culture, right? It made all the decisions, right? We yeah. still have it. Look at, look at, look at, most modern religions, especially the Abrahamic religions, you know, you, here's the rules: you just do it, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's, I said, "Is what you?" Yeah, it's it's mm. infantile. This mm. is the child with a parent, right? This ah. is not this is not freedom. And you know, Adam and Eve, their sin was what disobedience. <laughs> right. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> disobedience, doing the using the one magic thing they had this ability to kind of you know curiosity to find out yes. for themselves right is was earned them and all of us 
this mm. eternal punishment, right? Yeah, but uh, I like apples, though. Is that, uh, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, They're good. I mean, yeah, which is interesting. The good. The the um, the myth of the one forbidden thing is all over the place. Yes, it is. Uh, of course, you know, to, to put any kid in a room, you know, give him a whole bunch of toys. You have mm. all these, but don't touch that one. And they'll be like. They'll be looking always. <laughs> they'll always be looking over. It's human oh, yeah. nature. It it's, is. It's, yeah. it's human nature, right? Yeah. But yeah. but of course that was the point. You're supposed to. You're mm -hmm. supposed to break the rule. Right. You're supposed to eat it and 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 then and then suffer the consequences of your own actions. That's what it means to become spiritually mature. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. We were never meant to stay in Eden. <laughs> that wasn't the point. <laughs> we were oh. supposed to get kicked out. <laughs> that's that, that's how the that's how the adventure happens. So that you can then discover your own wholeness, your own yes. fullness, right? And how do you do that unless you're put under the circumstances where you have to? Uh-huh. Yes. You know, I'm not an artist. I can't, I really can't draw very well at all. But when I was in, um, when I was in college, there was this, they, they needed some drawing. I was working in the library and there was something and they, they needed a, a drawing for something. I say, and they said, you, 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 you can do it. You do it. Go, oh, what? okay. <laughs> I can't draw stick people. <laughs> I mean, my stick people don't look like stick people. <laughs> and um, so, I, okay. And, and I did it and it was passable. I mean, it, right. it, it worked. It worked, right? Now, I, so I realized under the circumstances, I can always come up with whatever the moment needs. Mm -hmm. This lesson's got ingrained in me that there were resources in me that I don't know I have, and I'm not going to know I have them until they're called for. Right. It's yeah. not an inventory that I'm, you know, that I've, co that I've collected. Right. It's <laughs> one oh, of the yeah. things I think is oh, yeah. silly about uh, the, the Abraham Hicks idea of the vortex, right? Or everything you want goes into this vault, I guess, somewhere. Oh, right. <laughs> Ooh, where, where is this yeah. vault? Uh, yeah, uh, it's whatever it is. Well, how do you get it all? The vortex is in my bank, right? I mean, that's always the same, mm. the, 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 the question, because there is no vortex, there is no place, right? It's you, yeah. right? Yeah. The moment happens, and if you're willing to do it, um, if you're willing to do it, something new in you will emerge that you didn't know you had. And most of us have to be forced into the circumstance where that'll happen. Yes. Right? If you get forced into it enough times, you go, hey, maybe this just kind of works. And then you start letting yourself get into these situations. And before you know it, you trust it. And you walk, you know, fools tread where angels dare not go. You just kind of walk, right? Yeah, something's going to happen. <laughs> that kind of, but that is true spiritual freedom, right? Yes. That's a true engagement with life. Ah, now ah. I'm showing up, not, not as a, pre, a preset version of me, right? Not as the cookie cutter version of me, but yes. I'm showing up. I'm showing up empty, right? And what happens when I show up empty is something happens. Something, something becomes, uh, becomes available that wouldn't have become available in any other way. This to me is the great discovery. Your de the depth of your resources is bottomless. 
Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yes. And, and go ahead. Well, you, me you mentioned. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you, you mentioned just a moment ago that in order to get to this place, we often have to be bludgeoned into it, uh, forced, <laughs> clubbed. Yeah. So dragged. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Bribed. <laughs> oh, Thinking yeah. it's one thing and it turns out to be something else. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> right. And, you know, what is it that, that makes us so, so stubborn that we need to hear things 8,000 times or get dragged or drugged or bribed, bludgeoned? <laughs> 8,001 times before we finally start to get it, maybe? Well, I think it's, um, well, it starts out being, you know, the, the you know, basic human nature, you know, always um, puts safety first. Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm, yeah. I mean, it's just, that's the nature of all life, right? Right. It, it, you know, we're, we're, we're making sure we're safe before we're looking for opportunity, right? You know, if the cheetah's chasing you, you're not looking for a mate. <laughs> That's you know, true. You yes. just you you're just hoping you can outrun it enough, <laughs> just long enough to get somewhere where they can't. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, then they're gone. <laughs> now you start looking for me. This is this is this is simply the way it is. It's there's it, it's all it, it always takes precedence, right? And and there's nothing more unsettling to us than the environment changing. Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So we want the environment to remain the same. It is human nature. It'll, it'll always be that way. You, can't, you cannot fight it. You cannot make that go away. Um, uh, people try, right? Jump out of airplanes and, and you know, bungee jumping and things like that, um, which is just to give them the feeling of being alive, basically. I mean, it's just to kind of rekindle what it what it's like to really confront life, right? right? So, you know, totally get why 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 it's done. Um, so trying to fly in the face of that, in, in contradistinction to, you know, our, our our lives, which are just completely driven by safety. Our culture is driven by safety. Culture, you know, is basically the 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 tribal rules. The tribal rules are all about safety, continuity making everything the same. The more the same it is, the more, you know, if it doesn't change, I, I don't have to worry about it, right? Um, simultaneously, in every single one of us, there's this, in, there's this deep desire to grow and evolve, right? Yeah. So we yeah. have built into us as human beings this, this uh, apparently conflicting energies. Mm -hmm. they're not really but um yeah but our our culture our families our tribes and all of that favor the safety and so mm -hmm. you are taught to favor the safety think in terms of safety think in terms of this first and so um even even when we're you know reaching for the shiny object there's a part of us that's looking making sure the hand's not going to get slapped what's going you know what what is the result going to be or it wants to study it first well what's oh, the yeah. implications if i have this well then what's going wants to know every everything <laughs> in, in advance wants everything really nicely nailed down 
Oh, um, yes. It's like, you know, corporations, systems and procedures, right? You know, standard operating procedures and <laughs> things like mm. things like that. And, and mm. the military, of course, everything <sighs> is proceduralized, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Every, yeah. Ev everything. Um, this is this is we like that. We need that. And then we get suffocated by it. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> It literally sucks the life out of us. Um, and then we have to regain this territory. So it will be very natural for us to resist change, right? Yeah. If I, if yes. I can put it off. But when the environment changes so dramatically that I cannot put it off anymore, then my, my suffering from being there is greater than my suffering of leaving it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the transition takes place. Now, what's fascinating about human beings that isn't, as far as anyone could tell, uh, doesn't happen in any other critter, is that we are literally creating this environment of change. It isn't being yeah. forced on us from right. the outside. You know, I want it to change. I want mm -hmm. it to be more creative and fun and, and, and interesting. Right? And so there becomes this, you know, part of me wants to take a step and another part doesn't. And of course, if I tell anybody about it, you're nuts. What are you going to do that for? Right? <laughs> go ahead. You should go finish, finish, get your engineering degree. Then you can be a rock and roll drummer if you want. Right? Oh yeah. It, it, it's always that <laughs> first. It's always the safety first, take the safe road. Of course, the, the, the college education, the degree is no longer a safe road. No, no. <laughs> and that really is a case in point. The things with, we had relied on, it's gone, mm -hmm. right? Now you, you get out of college, you've got 50000 to to $100,000 in debt, and you're living in your parents' basement. <laughs> yeah, and it's a mildewy basement. Mildewy basement, yeah. There's, mm -hmm. you, you got nothing. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, all of this stuff, which was kind of the cultural idea, ideal, gone, it's vaporized. Right. And that's why millennials don't trust it anymore. People say they're sure. lazy. No, they're not. No. They've seen through <laughs> they've seen through the bullshit. Right. Mm -hmm. There, there is no pot of gold at the end of that rainbow. Right. Um, and and you know, how do you how do you get them to be motivated then? Well, they want something purpose-driven. They want something that touches their heart. They want to feel like they're making a difference, not just making a living. This is new. Yes. This is brand, it's brand new. new. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. it was a study about four years ago that Harvard did, where for the first time ever, more people said they wanted, they wanted to do something that made a difference than make money. Mm-hmm. At Harvard, right? I mean, we're we're talking about the Vatican of money making, right? <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> this is where all the high priests of Wall Street come from. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there, there might be one from Yale, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. and Stanford, mm -hmm. right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there's one economist I know. He got his undergraduate at Harvard. He got his his master's at um, Stanford, and he got his PhD at Yale. Oh, good Lord. Wow. <laughs> in, e in economics, and he's a communist. 
<laughs> I see. <laughs> How interesting. He's got all the pedigrees. He said, I can sit on all the boards, but they don't like to talk to me. <laughs> oh, well. And here we are with a brand new situation where more people want something that's purpose-driven as opposed to just making a living. So where do yes. you see this going? Because you're right, it is new and, and neither of our generations held this as an ideal, that's for sure. So. Yeah, it, 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 it was bubbling up uh, really uh, just kind of as a, as a backlash to the 50s and it's just yeah. its ab absolute staleness. Mm -hmm. um in the in the 60s it was just very naive and it got you know kind of got subsumed into the general into the general uh, malaise but yes this is this is new in the sense that um the, back in the 60s and 70s when it was being absorbed there was still there was still uh you could you still felt as if, yes, my life was going to be better than my parents, my kids are going to be better than mine. There was, there was still, there was kind of a confidence in the system, right? Uh, right. That's, that's gone. Oh. Now, the purpose, <laughs> the purpose driven, uh, this idea of a purpose driven life um, is, is the, it's an anathema to capitalism. It's a, to the whole economic system, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. It's not about purpose. It's about profit, right? Purpose be damned, you, you know, you serve this. So you were talking about a major spiritual and moral uh, value conflict, right? Uh -huh. yes. They're not compatible, right? <laughs> it, no. it, is, it is oil and water, right? They, they do not mix. Um, and it's, you know, I mean, we're still under a particular economic system where it's, permeate, it's permeating it. But ultimately, it, it, it becomes revolutionary. It, it overturns it um, because they're two different motives. If I'm doing something to make a profit, my decisions are going to go one way. If I'm doing something to serve a purpose, my decisions are going to go in a completely different way. A, a profit is going to be way, way down the list. <laughs> Right. right. Whereas, oh, yeah. you know, on, on the on the profit driven side, purpose is going to be just basically a nice poster in the hallway that nobody pays attention to because right? mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Uh, and, and therein lies the whole point. You're talking about a conflict of values. And that is when you know that uh, that, uh, that the whole culture is falling apart. Okay. When the yeah. most fundamental values that hold it together are in are in deep, deep conflict. And once again, this is where spirituality joins the fight because yes, it's got to be like this. You know, mm -hmm. it, 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 it brings us to a higher place to perceive to perceive value from a different place. Right. Now it, you you and I could sit here and argue debate which is better, right? Purpose driven or or profit driven. And if I'm a capitalist, of course, I'm going to be arguing from this point of view, right? But we can all get to a, everybody listening to this intuitively knows which is better. Sure. Oh, yeah. There's, there's no contest, right? Mm -hmm. Well, how do we know that? <laughs> well, this is we just question. do. Well, yeah, Something exactly. in us just knows it. It's like, no, this, no, this is better. Love is better than hate. Equality is better than inequality. 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> Acceptance is better than racism. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. It's these are self-evident truths. Mm -hmm. right? And and uh, when you when you're talking about self-evident truths, you are in the realm of spirituality. It's not even religion. It's not even good yeah. because God says so, right? It just is so, right? That's beyond a super being, you know, handing something down from on high. If he did, he got it from the same place you did. <laughs> because it's just what is. Love is superior. And when you have that value system beginning to, you know, basically infect <laughs> ah, yes. a, a, a cultural system. I mean, it's like the serum's been injected. It's, it's only a matter of time uh, because it is inherently absolutely true. And we all know it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We all know it. Yes, we do. Which is why uh, listeners out there that were expecting a debate between GP and, and me are not going to get it. <laughs> we're sorry <laughs> sorry about that yeah <laughs> you know the only debate there is is how how best to transition and how, how best to implement and yeah. how can how do we move from from uh, uh from a self-destructive profit-oriented world to a a self-reflective a, a self-supporting um uh uh, loving world mm -hmm. and, and, and with the least amount of of um of tears right the least right. amount of hardship right there's going to be some uh, obviously but um how, how do we do that right uh, well it's not going to happen you know for three guys going through a midlife crisis going into space that's not going to do it yeah Oh well, Richard oh. Richard Branson isn't a midlife no. crisis guy. Uh, <laughs> but, no, yeah, no, I suppose not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 the but the other two, um, it's like, it, 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 it's like what a silly display, just a childish childish display. Five billion dollars spent on my midlife crisis. My God, just get a sports oh. car and a pinky ring and a young and a young chick. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, it would it would be less than five billion. Um, oh, a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even a really bit. nice car, a, a McLaren or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Handmade choppers <laughs> for, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, I mean, this this is the go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. I was just going to say, but it, that's the kind of stuff that shows the the moral decrepitude mm -hmm. of this system. <laughs> right. It does. I mean. There it is in plain sight. Yeah, the media can celebrate the great accomplishment. Oh my God, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a moral disaster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this is just one example of moral disasters. Yes, <laughs> yeah. they're all around. They're all around. They're all over the place. Yes. Yeah. Much as it, they're trying to hide it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, and it, it's bursting at the seams. It is. It, it's. Well, it's overflowing its banks, and uh, it's in our face at all times. At, at all times, yes. Mm -hmm. and, and so, GP, you raised the question a moment ago, how do we transition to this different sort of society with a completely different approach 
that, as you've mentioned, is anathema to the old system. Mm. Well, like always, it has to start with us um, rooting deeply into ourselves. Right? Yeah. The, underst the understanding has to be there of what is actually happening. The, what's going on is a, is a conflict between competing stories. Okay. Yes. Competing competing value systems. Um, so you can't just point at somebody and say they're the problem, right? Mm -hmm. And we're just going to go wipe them out, and everything will be just fine, right? Oh, all right. Yeah. That's not the solution. I mean, so, no. Oh, damn. So, damn it. So you, right. can't, you can't go <laughs> raid a pizza parlor for a pedophile ring in Washington, D.C., and it, the problem solved, right? Or, um, or blow up the, the 5G cell tower, right? Prob problem solved. No, it's not. It's systemic. It's everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. you, know, I, you know, I can uh, you know, you know, yell at people, you know, various kinds of conspiracy theories most of which have have at least some and some a great deal of truth in them right okay oh yeah but all it does is make it us and them right make a perpetrator that somehow i've got to get to but if i realize that it's not that it's a state of mind right i'm now i'm now fighting my world war three on a completely different level right world war three is a war of the mind it's a war for perception Right? And we're right okay. in the middle of it, right? Mm, yeah. You know, the weapons and all of that are simply are simply tools for influencing perception. Right? It's this is a war for the mind, right? And, yeah. and if you know that, you can like put you can start you can set up your artillery on the right line, right? Because it isn't about them, right? Because you, you, because they just keep going. Right, they're just going to perpetuate themselves. Right, people talk about the you know secret societies and like the Illuminati and stuff. Right, yeah, yeah. No, they're not yeah. secret. It's not secret. Right, we know who these people are. You can look them up. They're the heads sure. of all the Federal Reserve banks, Wall Street, Goldman Sachs. I mean, you. <laughs> For right? example, yeah. And and they don't meet in you know in smoke filled rooms, you know, and sacrifice children. They don't have to. They all think alike right <laughs> they're already there, yeah. in lockstep right mm -hmm. so and and unless those thought patterns change it doesn't matter what you do there'll be somebody coming right behind them on and on and on it goes so the, so we have to approach it in a completely and totally different way and that is the way of within your own heart so you can't you can't hate these people, right? right? They're simply acting out the way they were programmed to act. They are automatons. They don't know what they're doing. You, and on that ground, you can forgive them. But this is, the, this is the ground on which you can really become substantial. Because as we said before, you know, love is better than hate. It's self-evident, right? So where do you put then your, your own foundation you put it in love. You make your decisions yep. out of love. You, you, you make your arguments and debates out of love. You argue for love, not for a system, not for an economics, not for a particular politics or, or mm -hmm. a candidate, but for love. Right? 
And this sounds weird. I mean, Marianne Williamson was doing just that. And of course, you know, she didn't sure. get very far because the system rejects it. But mm -hmm. where else are you going to go? Right? What would happen? What would happen if a tipping point of people who that's that's that is where they're fighting this war, right? Right? Eradicating their own hatred. Even 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 the hatred for the, you know, not yelling and screaming and knocking knocking stuff over, but very calmly and coolly. Yes, I understand, but it's not the right, it's not the loving thing to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does benefit a lot of people, but it's not really the loving thing to do. That kind of calmness and persistent persistence. I mean, it's what Gandhi illustrated, right? I mean, he didn't accept the bridges British at their words or the word. <laughs> You know, but but he he was absolutely adamant that it would simply be nonviolent. If you if you play the violence game, you're going to lose because they're better at it. They're really well practiced at it. Yes, they are. So you simply don't do it. And and they, he was unmovable. They couldn't move him. And they literally did walk away. They they left India under their own power, and the Indians never fired a shot, and that was kind of the the beginning of the end of the British Empire. I mean, the whole thing started to collapse yeah. after that. There was nothing else in Egypt and the Suez Canal and a few things. Before you know it, the the, the British pound sterling was dropped as the world currency, and it was over for the British Empire. They were gone. And of course, it's happening in the United States now because we're the next the next empire. But I, I don't want it to just be replaced by yet another empire. Now the Chinese empire, or the Russian empire, or something like that. But we, you know, the, the age of empires is gone. Mm -hmm. This is the age of true communion, true cooperation, true uh, engagement in the in the spirit of love, where our decisions are are made. What is best? What is best for all humans, for all creatures, for the planet? for right? yeah. what is actually best not what is the most profitable not which simply benefits me at the expense of somebody else what is actually the best <laughs> now how yeah. do you decide that well we go what's better love or hate right cooperation or or competition uh, peace or war it's a no-brainer <laughs> <laughs> yes right? It and is. it's so self-evident that eventually everybody has to admit it. Yeah. That's true. They do. Eventually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eventually. Now, I'll argue for a while. Yeah, but what about me? Right? Well, you're taking care of that, too. Now, the, the what about me as having so much you can claim, you know, your ego can be inflated to the point where you... You know, you fly a penis-shaped <laughs> spaceship out into space, right? <laughs> but oh, yeah. but yeah. but lose. But we need to lose that kind of self-assessment, right? Yes. And if, as a whole, everybody loses the, ta the taste for that, you know, eventually the big rewards, the big egoic rewards that these guys get, they won't be there. Right? <laughs> and if there's no reinforcement with the reward, it's just gotta it's just gotta fall away. This is how this is how genuine shifts in value, shifts in states of mind and consciousness come about. And they always come about from the bottom up. They never come from the top down because the top down always represents the status quo. 
and doesn't and doesn't want to change. So it it, it is a, a a an inner transformation of your of your character, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Dropping your argument with with the way things are, dropping your arguments with yourself, right? So that you can open yourself up to that inherent wisdom that just knows what the right thing is to do, right? And just can just tell, right? And the more that happens, of course, it's going to start influencing the, the kind of characters that run for office. Yes, they're still going to want power more than anything else, but at least they'll have to cooperate with, <laughs> with, the, with the constituency, right? Mm, well, that's going oh, to get yeah. money out of the politics. But if, if the genuine, which will happen if, 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 the, if this upswell of true value, right, begins to begins to emerge, and that's you know, that's why I'm a spiritual teacher because I think it's the only way. Right. I don't see any yeah. other way that this can be brought about. Otherwise, we're just going to have an, a re, another iteration of exactly the same thing. Exactly as we've had throughout history, as one we've empire. had through recorded history, one empire or another. Ever one since we, ever yeah. since we started agriculture and built cities. That's what's been. Yes, it has. And here we are at a very unique and very different time with yes. this upswell of true value going on. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and of course, we, we have now, you know, you and I, you know, even 50 years ago, we'd be having this little conversation in a coffee shop. And, you know, unless we could like start a paper or pass around some flyers. Um, you know, a handful of people would find out about it, which is a lot. I mean, you know, yeah, in, you know, in major radical revolutions have taken place on, oh, yes. on, on, on less. I mean, the American Revolution, of course, a lot of beer involved. They were all drunk, <laughs> but that's another that's another thing. <laughs> but now, but but now, we can we can have a real uh, heart to heart conversation with anybody in the world. Yes, yeah. everybody in the world. And, you know, when you do, you know, you talk to somebody who, I mean, I've got, I've got students in Serbia, Turkey, Middle East and Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay. I had a student in yeah. Saudi Arabia. He was talking to me about how to be able to teach this in a place where it's actually illegal to teach it. Mm, okay. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so, so it's, it, it, but he has a resource, right? He would he wouldn't have had one otherwise. He wouldn't have had the you know even though that 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 inkling was happening, the spiritual impulse was there. There nothing in the environment to feed it, right? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. To 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 guide it. You know that same guy who's been born in India. It's like no problem. They know exactly what to do. <laughs> sure, <laughs> they, they honor their gurus and their teachers. You know, mm -hmm. or you know, or some kid has a some kid has a, a strange dream. You know, we throw we we put him on Ritalin. If he was in the Native Americans, the shaman come and take him. Right. All right. Yeah. His training starts now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> they recognize they recognize that that what appears as spirituality to the culture will appear aberrant. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that kind of aberration 
right? And really, if you're one lobbying for love and being willing to talk about it openly and in public, like Marianne Williamson, oh, yeah. it was, yep. yeah, you know, the, 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 the culture at large is not going to be, is not going to meet, greet you with open arms, right? But, it, 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 but where else are you going to go? Right. Yeah. To, to hate? Yeah, well, that's the thing. It, it breaks my heart. I see that there's a lot of conspiracy theorists just full of hate. Oh, yeah. No, they are. It's just, no, no, no. No, you, you are right. They aren't trustworthy, right? <laughs> but, but don't so completely retract yourself into the corner that everything then is bad, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Stay centered. Stay clear. So you, you can actually just, so when you do speak, there is an authority there, right? Mm -hmm. Right, and you choose your battles well, wisely. Right, we we all need to to do that. But I think I, you know, I, I really need to make sure I get this in in before <laughs> before this comes to a close. And that is, this is happening because it because it's it is inevitable, and it is our destiny. Yes, yeah. this is what human consciousness developed four <laughs> all right oh yeah something oh, yeah. you know when i had my first spiritual experience i wasn't seeking it <laughs> right i wasn't you know it wasn't on my vision board <laughs> uh it came out of absolutely out of nowhere and and i just watched this whole thing grow over the years and i'm realizing there's a there is a power at work here that is bigger than any individual we are we are we are participating in it we're everybody that everybody that wakes up a little bit becomes part of the impetus and the catalyst but we are first and foremost the beneficiaries of it oh wow absolutely no no question so you just have to look at it in utter humility it's like oh my god this is the blessing that has simply been bestowed on us and yes it looks rather chaotic right now but that is part of the plan. That's exactly what's supposed to be happening. It's going to look pretty dire, right? But just like it, any individual has to be forced out of their pattern, so do we as a, as, as a whole. And what's beautiful about it is that we're all going through it together. Yes. Yeah, we all are going through it together. And as you mentioned at the outset of this show, we reach a point where we can't go back can't go back no the bell you cannot unring that bell <laughs> no yeah. and no. and i'm sure listeners they felt it you, you couldn't go back to where you were like 10 years ago or 20 mm -hmm. years ago you couldn't do it you know even though sometimes you wish you could right? oh sure oh, <laughs> yes <laughs> but you, but you know you can't right and so we keep walking right rumi put it beautifully he said, the power that brought me here must bring me home. Mm. All right. Perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I always, like to remind, I always like to remind people, yeah, none of us cho chose this, mm -hmm. right? This is happening because it needs to. This is the great gift of love, of the, of the, the capital L love. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The love that transcends the word love. 
Exactly. The ultimate authority. Oh the yeah. Ultimate authority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And love needs no enforcer. Uh, <laughs> nope. And this is wonderful. And here we are living in these times. So listeners out there, you're hearing this for a reason. Um, many, many reasons, perhaps. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to invite all of you to get in touch with GP. Uh, his website, gpwalsh.com. Now, GP has a number of, of excellent and very in-depth courses and classes that you can browse through on his website. And also, there is Satsang with G, which, by the way, is a title that I love. Satsang with G is on GP's YouTube channel, and that's every Sunday at three o'clock p.m. Eastern time. And um, Satsang with G, a question and answer where you can join in and ask GP your questions. Yes, and make yeah, I do it every deep. every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wide open. You know, it, it can be something that's you know personally that's bothering you, or it can be your deepest spiritual questions. Um, they're they're all the same, really, because at the heart of every one of our questions is the spiritual quest. It doesn't matter what it appears like on the surface. At the heart, you simply want to know who you are, for real. Yeah, this is what we this is what we all want, and um, and as we do the you know as more and more really do begin to wake up to who they really are and all the cultural patterns and conditioning the the stuff the traumas all of it just falls off um what a world will result yeah and i think that because you're listening to this you have already caught more than one glimpse of this yes. world and you're <laughs> listening to this for a yes. reason yeah yes Oh, yeah, it's absolutely the case. Yeah, no, this doesn't happen by accident. Yeah, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna listen to more than 30 seconds of this, if, uh, if that voice isn't already active in them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if that voice weren't already active, then they never they would scroll right past this. Because yes. God knows, there's a lot of podcasts out there. <laughs> a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yes, called and chosen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and you are that. So we both thank you for listening and for hearing the call. Very good. Amen. We all hear it. Few answer. So we thank you for answering. Amen. Yeah. I can't add anything to that. <laughs> all right well guys we thank you all for tuning in here gp this has been a real pleasure and as always i've learned a tremendous amount thank you so much for joining me here on the show today and this has been gp gp walsh guys this has been decide to transform with tomas garza and we'll see you back here again thank you again for joining us